Well, here it goes nothing, just another episode of Cruise Talks. I'm your host, Just Cruise. Welcome into this week's or this podcast. Uh, I'm not really sure exactly what we want to get into today. There's a bunch of topics that we should get into. I want to talk about things concerning the VA lately. I want to talk about things uh, just like in general, how the world is going or how I'm doing the stuff with my graduate school. Um, there's different aspects to being in the military and being out of the military as the last episode is like why Uncle Sam wants you. There's also reasons why you don't want Uncle Sam. So it's a two it's a two-way sword when it comes to it you have to deal with the things that come with the military some some are great some are not i know there was a lot of people that were not impressed or were not enthusiastic about that last uh podcast episode due to the fact that it was just like a lot of people have dealt with trauma a lot of people have dealt with issues when dealing with the military they've gone through a bunch of stuff that some of it um you, you you can't even really talk about or people don't want to talk about and that and that that's also an issue when it comes to it so there's multiple factors when it comes to the military where you shouldn't join and it's like you should join but at the same time it's like certain things that need to be fixed there's things in the military that haven't been fixed and continue to happen throughout the days and you see it on different different topics different views different outlooks it's it's things that continue to go but it's like it quiets down for a bit and then all of a sudden you hear it pick back up again which is an issue because it's like these are things that you want to be taken care of like in the case of um vanessa again that was one thing that took a long time to get taken care of and it caused issues and it still continues to cause issues because nothing was really done to the point where change was effectively happening so yes they made a bill they passed it through you see how long it took just to get through but at the end of the day it's still commander's discretion and i think that's what's causing the biggest problem within the military is this commander's discretion issue Um, You have your regulations, you have your your standards, but each commanding officer that comes in and takes over decides to make it their own way, or this is how I run things, or this is how I want to do things. And it's not always the best method. It's not always something that you want to happen. It's something that should happen sometimes, and sometimes it shouldn't. Like Sometimes these people don't know what they're doing. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they have experience because they were uh, previous um, non-commissioned officers. So they were enlisted before and then they became officers. So they have a better knowledge base when it comes to how enlisted act or what enlisted go through. As compared to sometimes you have officers that have no idea and they just come in. And sometimes if you put them under the wrong tutelage, and you have you put them next to the sergeant first class or the staff sergeant that doesn't really 
follow the army values or even military values, it sets them up for failure. It sets them up for not being able to teach, not being able to comprehend and not be able to absorb the things that he's supposed to. So he thinks that the negative things are the things that are right when the right things are not being done. In cases like you had certain officers even that I dealt with that it was just like you can try to talk to them and some you had to like yell at because they just thought that it was their way and they were commanding officer and they just felt that hey this is how you're going to do it and you're just going to do it and sometimes you got to stand up to these people because it's like no you you don't do that it's not the correct way of doing it or it's unethical or illegal but for them they just feel like hey if it's getting done it's getting done which, you know, causes issues because it's not something that should happen. People believe that's how it should be, and it really shouldn't. And the thing is, is it fosters that kind of culture within that organization. Once they see the top do it, it just filters downward, and then everybody else starts doing it. So that's an issue that people don't seem to understand with the military when it comes to that negative attitude that affects people in the military and it affects people getting out of the military. Uh, like my story, me getting out, it was just, I was in a bad situation. People weren't looking out for me. They were looking out for themselves. They weren't taking care of me or the people around me. And I figured that, Hey, I'm not going to stay in the military if that's how it's going to continue. Now, like I said, this isn't, everybody everybody doesn't deal with that situation some people deal with the army and they're great because i know with, with this little podcast episode i'm gonna have people that praise me for it for saying like yeah the military does suck this this and that and then there's people that are gonna be like oh you were just a bad soldier which most of the time those are the same people that cause these issues because they're too institutionalized i guess you could say when it comes to being in the military the military is a lifestyle it is not a career um people try to make it a career it's not you can do your 20 years and most of these people that say they're gonna do all that stuff don't end up doing it they just end up chasing a paycheck so they don't improve they don't do nothing don't get me wrong there are a lot of great ncos and a lot of great leaders in the army but just as many as there are great there's a whole bunch that are a bunch of shit and it, they get weeded through and they keep making it through and they keep on rising and elevating themselves through the ranks. And that's the issue we have because then you have younger soldiers that see this. So it's like, man, if this person was getting away with this or doing this and they made it, I, why do I have to try as hard? It's basically like the mentality of you have all these people that are hardworking and stuff like that, but you have this person that don't do a damn thing that's basically taking up space and they're getting rewarded they're getting moving up and then that's the mentality that these younger soldiers take like hey man i, I ain't gotta work that hard i'm gonna do what i gotta do and go um a lot of them like to say it's the the woke mentality uh but the woke mentality is just people are tired of the bullshit it's not even that things are going on they're tired of the bullshit you don't take care of them. You don't look out for them. You try to work them as hard as you can, and then you don't get no reward for it. There's nothing about being woke. That's just like common sense. If you don't know how to be treated or treat people, why are you in, in that position in the first place? If that's what your whole point of the job is. Like, yes, it's the military. 
people are supposed to understand that. I guess you could say that um, you volunteered for it, but people didn't volunteer for uh, mental health issues, depression, um, sexual harassment, or, or, or being overworked for no reason. Like people didn't join for that. Like it's an opportunity and they wanted to serve their country. Some people just wanted to shoot guns and go and kill the enemy. Some people go and do that. Some people don't. But at the same time, it's the mentality that's given to people in, in leadership. So, like I said, Vanessa Guillen was one case. There's many other cases where soldiers have gone through sexual assault. They, they say something or something is done to them and they don't get any justice. Like the justice doesn't happen because most of the time, once you're a senior, they just let it fly by so you can ask so many female soldiers like the issues they go through the 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 sexual harassment they went through and that they reported it and what happened the person got moved or they got moved the person's still in the army they probably ended up getting out because all the stress all the depression all the anxiety that came from still being in an organization that basically would leave a predator still in there so that's something that the army doesn't want to confess or doesn't want to say about. But you hear about it all the time in the news of something happening or like that. Uh, there's either a drug or sex trafficking somewhere in, in Texas or something going on. And it's just like it continues to happen. So, yeah, it does get minimized. It does get downplayed like, oh, this was just a random event. But at the same time, it's like when you look at it, these random events happen every couple of years. So basically what you're saying is, is like, you're looking at the issue, you're supposedly resolving it at that point, but then it continues to happen again. So if it's continuing to happen, that means you're not setting a standard or something's not going on right, that you're continuing this, these acts to happen. Cause that uh, prostitution ring in, in, in Fort Hood happened or Fort Cavazos, Cavazos, uh, I forget what they named it, but that's been going on. There's been a couple of times that happened that it was on first class taking uh, advantage of the, the younger soldiers. If there were like soldiers that were like just had a kid or they were like single mothers or something like that or just soldiers like that. And they were taking advantage of them, putting them in a prostitution ring and making money off of them. And literally it was like a platoon sergeant being a pimp. And it's just like people don't hear about that. But when they do hear about that, it's like, who the fuck wants to join the military after that? Then you hear of the, the the work hours and all that stuff. And then the thing is, is you have so many soldiers that are left bitter. I, I left bitter. I'm not going to lie about it. But you got so many soldiers that leave bitter and it's just like, damn, I went through all this for what? Some did it for a Camaro. I ain't gonna... <laughs> Some did it for a Camaro. Some did it for, 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 for different reasons. Uh, so everybody joins for their own reasons, but some people like to like the flashy car, the Camaro, the challenger, the charger, you know, the joke that continues with military, um, people. Uh, but it's just like the, a lot of those people just like left better in the same way I, I said before, like with COVID people saw that the army operated regardless with COVID or not. So it became an issue of why am I doing the same thing that it wasn't a necessity to do? Now, soldiers enjoy training. Yes, they're going to complain about it, but they enjoy it because they're actually doing something instead of something stupid. If you're actually teaching these soldiers nowadays, they appreciate it. They learn, they soak it in because the thing is, is it's something that they didn't know. 
So now going forward for the next time when we got to do it, it's like, oh, I remember this is how we set this up. So now the next time we setting up a tent or something, it should be an easy transition. Like, hey, grab this, 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 set it up here. Boom. We got this up. Whereas before that first time, they don't know anything. So they just standing around looking like, all right, which one of these uh, senior leaders is going to help out? None of them. Because they're going to act like, oh, it's supposed to be the the junior NCOs that are supposed to know how to do everything. Mind you, it's like sometimes they forget, like, hey, some of these soldiers, it's the first time they're doing this. So you should be teaching them what they need to learn and what they need to do in order to be able to facilitate the next soldiers or the junior soldiers from learning and taking care of these tasks. But that that mentality has gone out the window, or at least for me, it looked like that experience. But the thing is, is you have a lot of the military has an issue with the whole uh, career enlistment thing, which is the indefinite enlistment, which basically right now is it stands at you. If you're a staff sergeant and you've been in for 10 years, your next reenlistment is indefinite, meaning that you are doing your 20 years. I think that's a problem within the military because the thing is, is you got a lot of lazy people or people become lazy. They become complacent because they feel like, hey, I'm a, I'm a do I'm doing 10 years regardless. Why do I have to try hard? Why do I have to work hard? But then in the actuality, it's like you're slowing people down from progressing behind you. Now, yes, they have these new programs, the new OML and all that stuff. But at the same time, the the criteria the OML is a order of merit list. So they have that criteria to basically have people get promoted. But at the same time, you're still promoting the people that have seniority, even though they might not deserve to be promoted just because they've been in longer or, or whatever the case. So it's like you want people to progress, but you improve and progress the people that have been lazy this whole time. And then the fast charging people that actually work hard, want to improve, do everything they have to over exceed everything are the ones that are not going anywhere so it becomes an issue of why am i trying this hard what why i got overlooked for what reason i didn't get promoted for what reason oh because said nco doesn't believe i'm ready and that that was an issue when i was in hawaii uh i, I know a bunch of the people from 71st uh chemical company yeah i'll shout them out um they were there and a lot of them got the opportunity because i i was able to be put um so everybody went on leave like the platoon sergeant went on leave and it was my turn to be acting platoon sergeant so basically we had our monthly reports meeting which is the meeting where you sit down with the first sergeant and you go over everybody that's on the promotion list or basically able to be promoted so you have to say yay or nay basically depending on potential their ability to lead or the ability if you believe they're ready for the next for the next stage so the couple of months before that with the platoon sergeant in charge he was just like no 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 they're not ready they're not ready they're not ready and once they gave me the seat and we did it i sent all of them to the board all of them i said yes 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 and it was funny because the other platoon sergeant was like, damn, you're just going to send everybody? And I was just like, damn, should mind your business first. Second, I'm the one that actually works with these soldiers. 
I'm the one that's there with them. I'm the one that's doing training with them. I'm the one that sees them do training. I'm the one that sees them take responsibility and ask for more responsibility and execute. So yeah, I'm saying yes, because I'm actually in the weeds with these soldiers, seeing how they are and what they're able to do. And one of them, uh, it was a couple like years after she, she messaged me and she was like, hey, thank you, Son Cruz, because if it weren't for you, I probably would have never got it promoted uh, just being there because it was just like some people don't get that opportunity and you're supposed to promote people off of potential. It's not what they've done. It's also off of potential. And there's a ton of soldiers that have potential in the army right now that don't get the recognition and don't get the chance. So if you don't give them that opportunity, it's like they feel like they're being wasted. So you don't give people the recognition. You don't give people the awards. You you don't give them like that, that time off or something like that. It was just like soldiers remember that. Like nowadays, the, the, the woke community, um, they tend to realize like, hey, man, you, you've been overworking me. I was like, yeah, it's the military, but damn, there's like 15 other people. But I'm the one that's always on these details. I'm the one that's always going on this mission. I'm the one that's always being sent to Poland or, or whatever, a deployment or a field exercise. And these soldiers remember that. And it's just like there's a real burnout effect in the military that doesn't get spoken about. People do get burnt out. And that's why we probably have a big issue with suicide. Also, you have soldiers that are just burnt out. You just have them overworking and overworking. They don't have a chance to escape that. All they knew is wake up, do PT, do some dumb shit, do it over again, go to sleep, repeat the cycle. You keep doing that, you're going to lose your mind. And a lot of soldiers do. And that's the thing. It's just like the burnout is also another effect of not managing people correctly because there should be no reason why one person is always doing the same taskings when you have like 10 or 15 and you'll have people that are like buddy buddy with certain people or this this and that and like yeah you you do develop friendships with, with people that that does happen but that doesn't mean if you're in charge of them you don't give them responsibility or you don't give somebody else the responsibility you you spread the wealth like the way I managed it, which was different, I had an Excel sheet with everybody on the Excel sheet. And basically when it came to taskings, it was like basically like a DA6. Um, the way they have a DA6 is like when you do staff duty rosters or CQ, like charge of quarters of staff duty. Staff duty, you just covering, watching a building, making sure no um, the, the thing doesn't catch on fire on its own basically and the same thing with charge of quarters but you're doing that that, that's done at the barracks but you're doing those things and it's just like for what 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 am i doing here what am i doing why am i doing this and soldiers are just realizing that like why am i doing this i could be doing something else my buddy's there but it's they're not doing anything. They never get to do anything. I'm always the one stuck doing this. So for me, I just put it on an Excel sheet. I had everybody's name and it just went down the list. Once one person did the tasking, they were done. Until everybody else on that list didn't get covered. That person didn't show up back on any tasking. 
And that's how I did it and I kept it simple because then that way there's no favoritism. There's no there's no overworking one specific person. Why? Because everybody got it. Everybody got it plain and simple. Everybody got what they needed to do. Everybody completed what they needed to do and work was completed in that manner to do that. And that's the thing that people don't understand. It's just like with the burnout, when you have certain people that don't know how to manage people, because you do have a lot of that in the military. You have people that have elevated through time into the ranks, but they don't really know how to manage people. They're not like, they're not very, I wouldn't say business savvy because the military isn't, it can operate as a business sometimes, but it's just basically like, they don't know how to make sure people are taken care of, people are looked after, people get time off, people get the, the stuff they need to be done, or they get rewarded for it. Because the thing is, is you're getting paid a salary by your rank in the military, no matter what. But that doesn't mean you can't give a person a day off. Or, hey, you don't have to come into PT tomorrow morning. Just give me a, a heads up like, hey, you good to go and you can stay in. Just text me, say you alive. I got you. I'll cover for you. And that, and that's it. And a lot of it doesn't get done because you have a lot of these seniors sometimes that are scared of the people in charge because they're they're too scared about their evaluation. So that's where another thing a lot of soldiers get messed up on is their evaluation. Some soldiers do some amazing things over their time, but until they don't become a non-commissioned officer, none of that is evaluated or written on paper. So all that work they could have done and stuff and they did they could have led a team they could have led training they could have done an exercise and been like the lead um trainer with another joint force or something and they might get a little small award Not, nothing crazy because the thing is is sometimes or most of the time within the military they try to say that the they don't have the that rank only gets this award or certain awards only go to certain ranks. And that, and that's always been an issue with me because you have certain soldiers and certain people that do more work than the people that get those higher ranks. Like those higher ranks get those awards just because they're that rank. Don't mean what the hell they did. It doesn't mean shit for what they did. A lot of soldiers do more work than they do, but they don't even get an award sometimes they might get a coin if that but they don't get awarded for it so that's recognition right there it, it, it's not crazy because it's just a piece of paper but it is promotion points for people but at the same time it's like you're still not taking care of people because you're not giving those awards like it hurts nothing to write on paper like hey this soldier was outstanding in this field exercise and he led this this or that boom giving them an award but most of the time they don't. But then they'll give it to that officer because, oh, he planned it. Bro, you ain't do shit. I'm sorry. You you really didn't do anything. You didn't plan any of it because all these other sections planned it. You just said like, oh, this is what I would like to happen. And everybody else made it happen. But you're the one that gets the award. Except that soldier that did all the work for you gets nothing. So that's another reason right there. So you have issues with sexual assault, sexual rings, sexual harassment, um, depression, dealing dealing with that thing. That's that's just one thing there. That 
that alone is a whole nother topic and a whole bunch of conversations will be had on that with guests on the show. Just talking about that. I don't know if they're going to divulge what happened to them, but some of them might. And we'll, we'll, we'll deal with it then. But there's a lot of stuff when it comes to not being taken care of in justice or disciplining people is one main factor for don't mess with the military. Burnout, another thing. You you will get burnt out. You 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 get burnt out. You deal with so much stuff that is just like you don't know what to do. You don't know how to deal with it, and it just drives people crazy. And some people commit suicide for it. So that's one thing why mental health is a big push for me and for people in the military because it's like you need to take care of yourself. You need to go talk to somebody. If the army's stressing you out, go talk to somebody. Go do something about it. Don't don't just sit in your room about it and don't think those negative thoughts. Go go get help. Dial, dial the crisis number. Uh, which, while I was there in Germany, like I never even heard of that, which is crazy. Like the military don't don't do training like that. That should be something that they do all the time instead of the like their. Uh, making sure you're 350-1 how about we do some training on suicide or showing people the 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 signs so you can save a battle buddy or you can save a buddy from committing suicide by teaching them or training that monthly they don't do that it's like a once in a year thing that they got to do but you got to make sure all your other paperwork is done stupid shit um then you have just recognition recognition is a big issue within the military people don't get recognized people don't get rewarded um and I think as the woke community, it's just funny to say that, um, just the people that are in acknowledging that things are happening and issues are ongoing, those are the people that are realizing that, hey, they're not getting recognition, they're getting burnt out, they're witnessing things that shouldn't be happening and are being allowed to happen. And that causes burnout, that causes depression, that causes issues. And that's part of the reason why people don't want to stay in the military. And that's just staying in the military. Now, those are just like three things going over. And there's a plethora of stuff that can negate you from joining the military. But don't get me wrong. Like I said, last episode, hey, I, I, I did say all the good things that can come out of it. There's negative things that could come out of it. Like, hey, last thing we'll say and touch on is just the VA and disability afterwards. Your body is not the same after dealing with the military. You age a lot faster than you thought you would than if you were just being a civilian. You got aches and pains, you got you got bruises, you got scars, you got mental health issues, you got body issues. And that's 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 a toll that it takes being in the military. Now you could do that in different things but the military does things that will cause it especially with people that are in charge so those are different things you got to think about um shit i'm dealing with the va now i got my 100 percent pnt but I, I would rather be fully healthy than deal with all the shit i'm dealing with and get paid for it so to each their own on that respect but that's that's part of the reason why military isn't good for you or you shouldn't do the military. Um, we'll see how people react to this. Um, basically me saying not to join because, you know, there's going to be people that love the military, hate the military. It's a back and forth situation. It's a love hate situation that people have. 
it's something that I can't control. I did what I did. I did my 10 years and then I got out because I wasn't happy with the way the organizations were going and how I felt with myself and how my body felt. So that's one of the reasons I exited the military. But don't think for any reason that it's not reason to join. There's those bad apples where everywhere you go, there's bad apples. So you just got to find the good things in there and try to make them work for you. I can't really elaborate on anything else that that comes to mind at the moment that is like the biggest things right now that I noticed for myself when it came to getting out of the military. But I know there's plenty of soldiers that have things that they're dealing with and are willing to talk about or don't want to talk about because of the issues that they dealt with while serving in the military. So always keep that in mind that it's an honor to do this job, but it also has its drawbacks to doing this job. The military can afford a lot of things to you and it can take away a lot of things from you also. So that's just something to keep in mind. So this will be the end of this episode of Cruise Talks. We'll continue on and we'll try to find more things that, hey, maybe can benefit you in the military and why to stay away. So just cruise signing out. Catch you on the next one. Peace.